Uh, I was about to ask you if you would accept this rose, but... Well, I, of course, first of all. Um, <laughs> second of all, before we get into this, I did something really gross today and I need to tell you about it. I thought about saving this for embarrassing stories, but I realized it's not like embarrassing enough, but it's still worth sharing. Okay. So today I decided, you know how I'm weird about wasting food? Yeah. Like literally. You're just, I, you just don't, I mean, it's not weird about wasting food. You just are good about leftovers. That's a better way to put it. I'm like very good about reusing leftovers. I am like very much a minimalist in general. I don't like stuff. And if we buy food, I'm very weird about, like, first in, first out. You know, like, if you've got two bags of cheese, like, use up the one that's open first. Exactly. Like, I'm just very, very yeah, strange yeah. about these things because I don't like to be wasteful. So I made soup today, which is something I do pretty commonly. And we had my um, sister-in-law over for dinner last Thursday, and we did. She's vegan, so we did, like, vegan fajitas. So I had, like, leftover beans and rice and leftover fajita veggies. I had an extra piece of chicken in the fridge, and I was like, oh, like, I'm going to make chicken fajita soup. Perfect. So I get out my, like, pot, and I pull out my – I've been using chicken bouillon cubes to make soup recently because oh, – You know what's really good is Beyond Bouillon. I haven't tried that. It's a jar of, like, bouillon paste, so you don't have to dissolve the bouillon in anything. Huh. So you just take the – it's like a looks like a jar of jelly. It's like a jar of chicken flavoring. Oh, that sounds it's really good. It's really good, yeah. I like the bouillon sometimes better than the chicken stock that comes in the box because if mm-hmm. you don't use all of it and then you put the rest in the fridge, and I'm like, when am I going to use the rest of the fridge? 100%. So I pull out five of those puppies. I'm like, all right, I'm going to do five cups of water. So I grab my measuring cup, and I, like, measure out my five cups of water, and I – you know, I make my soup. I, I put my chicken in it. I boil it. I pull it out. I shred it up. I put it back. I put all the shit in it. Good. Yeah. Delicious. And I eat about like half of what the soup that I made. I'm going to freeze the rest. So I go to put the rest of the soup in a um, Tupperware and I'm cleaning up all of the dishes <laughs> that I use and I like pick up the measuring cup that's on the counter and I I had coffee yesterday morning, so I didn't sleep last night because I'm not really supposed to drink coffee, but I drank it at 9 a.m. and then I was up till 2 in the morning watching Disney Plus. And so I was really tired today, and I pick up the measuring cup, and it clicked with me. I realized I have used the measuring cup that we used to scoop the dog food. Why Why do you not have a designated dog scooper? We do, and it's red. It's a red because it's one cup and he gets one cup twice a day and it's it's bright red i.e like don't use this for food and i was so exhausted today i had like left the scooper on the counter and that was what i used (laughs) to put the water in my soup so hey it's extra fiber i ate dog food today if anything you got a little extra fiber you got a little extra protein well and then i'm embarrassed because as much as I'm weird about not wasting food, I couldn't save the rest of the soup at that point. I was so grossed out. I was like, oh. I have, I'm throwing this away. And I Did you feel icky after you ate it and you realized it? Uh, this has all been realized in the last 20 minutes, so I'm oh, okay. Oh, shit. 
I mean, this is new. I've been how crazy. are you? How are you doing? Are you? I'm doing. A, I'm drinking a lot of water at the moment, trying to just like get it through my system. But I know it's just like crumbs of dog food. But like, I definitely ate dog food today, so that's fine. I feel like Copper, or sorry, I feel like Murphy probably watched you do that from like across the room, and he was probably yeah. like, Hehehe. he probably thought it was hilarious. He probably was like, oh, here she goes, loving us, loving it. Um, no, but like you did it over and over again too. You filled it up five times. Five times. Five times. You had five, five opportunities to realize it was the wrong measuring cup. Yeah, and I hadn't even put the bullion cubes in the pot yet, so I really could have just, like, dumped the water out and started over. I mean, it, a lot of things could have gone differently, but I love that it took me until cleaning the kitchen up to realize that I ate dog food. I'm really sorry to hear that that happened to you today. You know what? Worst things have happened in 2020, but it's pretty bad. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh. Yeah. I've got so, some time. Do you want to tell me about them? Yeah, I do. Speaking of weird things that have happened in 2020... Okay. We're going to talk about Claire. Okay. Well, hold on because. Hold, please. Hold the phone. Um, as I was doing some, I don't even want to call it research because like how much do you actually need to look up for this? I literally was just looking up what years she was on what episodes of The Bachelor. And um, we all remember Winter Games. If you're a true fan, you know what Winter Games is. And yeah. I just got so sad that we weren't going to have winter games this year and then i realized that it's every four years <laughs> you mean bachelor winter games yes yeah and i don't even know that they're ever going to do it again i mean i feel like they should totally do it again i yeah i mean i watched it but it didn't it wasn't very popular i loved it i liked it too i still follow um those australian people that fell in love or yeah. the new zealand people on instagram yeah, I liked Winter Games. Um, not as much as I... I mean, Paradise, I think, might be my favorite oh. Bachelor, like, franchise show. Oh, oh, that is just delicious. Yeah, Paradise is really, really good. Um, and then followed by The Bachelorette, followed by The Bachelor, followed by Winter Games, followed by Listen to Your Heart, which was... What is, what is Brandon's favorite version of The Bachelor franchise? Definitely... Um, uh, Paradise? Yeah. What's his second? Like, what's his favorite between Bachelor or Bachelorette? Do you know? I don't know. I think it really probably just depends on who the lead is for him. Yeah. Like, because he can just as easily kind of poke fun at the female contestants as he can the male. But if he's like, I think he actually kind of enjoys like rooting for the lead. So, like, he was actually very excited about Peter Weber because Peter's yeah. a pilot who likes cars. And Brandon was like, I like those things. And I was like, he's going to suck. I was so mad that it wasn't Mike Johnson. God, should have been. As we have discussed should still be, previously, yeah, appetizer, fine. entree, dessert, Mike. I'm not a three over course it. meal. Um, <laughs> fine dining, Mike. Um, I, it should have been Mike Johnson to begin with. So I was pissed it was Peter. And then by the end of Peter's season, Brandon. I mean, we we've all agreed Peter's season was so bad. Awful. And yeah, I mean, he just wasn't fun to watch, but. Like, he liked, he thought Hannah Brown was fun to watch. And um, it just, like I said, I think it really just depends. He loves, I mean, he, he like, he loves Juan Pablo. And I say this because, like, he was so easy to make fun of. And I don't know if anybody's That's seen. That's so true. He's such an easy target. I don't know if anybody's seen the Joel McHale's The Soup, like, where he does, like, a video. I don't know if he's even, like, a video redemption of Juan Pablo's season. But it cuts to Joel McHale and he goes, I am... Um, El Bachelor. <laughs> and that's like Brandon's favorite thing to say. Like, I am El Bachelor. Oh, my God. Matt loves the 
the guys. Like, he loves The Bachelor rather than The Bachelorette. And I, when he first told me this, at first I was like, that's interesting because you think that you would just love to watch a lot of, like, really hot women on the screen. But he said that he likes watching The Bachelor more because it's easier to make fun of them. For him. No, Brandon, because... Brandon makes fun of the girls a lot, too. <laughs> a lot of them are really easy to make fun of. I, I think my favorite game is playing would you be a better Bachelor contestant or lead? Are you a leader or a contestant on The Bachelor? Oh, Bachelor? that's such a good question. I'm definitely a contestant, and I would go pretty far, I feel. I feel like I'm definitely a contestant, and I you would are. probably – I would send myself home week two. Yeah, you, you, you'd go home. I, I would be like, I, I, I want to leave. But I think my favorite game when watching The Bachelor – and this is one thing that I really, really miss about not living in the same town as you slash living with you because I don't think I've ever lived in the same town as you and not lived with you is – That's actually true. It's – fucking true is sitting down the very first the premiere of each season of the bachelor or the bachelor it doesn't even matter the minute they get out of the limo first thing that comes to mind that's your nickname for the rest of the fucking season and then just making like a basically a what is it even a a bracket of how they of where they could go and how they could win i know we haven't done a bachelor bachelorette bracket in a few seasons because like so we used to do them manually, and then ESPN, the ESPN app, they had a Bachelor fantasy. But that was honestly stressful, having to answer the questions before the episode aired, because sometimes I, I don't get to watch the episode until the next day. Yeah, I didn't really enjoy that part of it. I thought that was kind of dumb. Mm-hmm. It was like, oh, what do you think is going to be the group date? Is it going to be a hot tub or a helicopter? I was like, this is dumb. Yeah. But I did appreciate the bracket aspect of it, and it made it easier. I did, too. You didn't have to make it yourself. Yeah, um, but maybe what we'll do is, like, I mean, I'm really excited about the next Bachelorette, but I don't know how it's going to go virtually, so, like, maybe the next time there's, like, an in-person competition within the Bachelor franchise, we should do a bracket and just... Well, this isn't going to be virtual. So oh, do you really? Know, do you know anything about what's Okay, so happening? I don't... I'm going to be honest. I don't know anything about it. <laughs> okay, so basically, they decided... You know, we all know that they announced Claire as Bachelorette, like, this is like way back in April, I think. Right. This is a long time ago. And everyone was pretty excited. I mean I was I not. Was, I was I was one of the people that was not excited about it. I'll, well, I'll I it. wanted Tasha. So this I, is I wanted Tasha I I wanted Tasha since the t- first time I saw her tits. I mean, everything about like she's literally God. so beautiful. Like she's so 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 beautiful. And um I liked Hannah Brown's season, so, like, when Hannah Brown was a Bachelorette, I wasn't upset about it, but, like, mm. I really wanted Tasha to be Bachelorette this go-around. Yeah. Because um, I didn't really think Hannah Ann was, honestly, like, mature enough, and, like, I I respect Maddie Pruitt, but those girls are so, so, so young. Yeah, they're really um, little. I just put Tasha, I put Tasha up there on my, like, really, really high shelf with, yeah, like, Jojo. With, like, with JoJo. JoJo. Yeah, JoJo and JoJo and Rachel Lindsay. And um, Becca Tilly. Becca wasn't a bachelor. She was never a lead. I know, but she should have been. She should have been, yeah, for sure. But but I'm just saying from the franchise, she's up there for me. Oh, yeah, same. Like, I just, like, love her. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I'm not talking about, like, OG girls, you know, Mm -mm. Jillian, Trista, all of them. I would say from, like, 2000, in the last decade, these are the girls that I really love. Since social media has been around. Yeah. The new girls, right? Yeah. So, but I really wanted Tasha, so they announced Claire. And it was weird because they, like, announced her on GMA, which that's kind of new. They usually don't do that. They usually announce it on AFR after the final rose um, who the next lead's going to be. I was surprised, but I knew who she was. I remembered that she was well-liked. 
But I also remembered vaguely, I was like, I feel like she was kind of weird or like there was something like off about her and I just don't really exactly remember what was off about her, but like whatever. I feel like she's very controlling. She has a controlling personality. So. Coming from someone that's never met her. <laughs> right. Um, there are definitely some things. I, I went back and watched Juan Pablo's season recently because I have nothing to do. And rewatching his season, he was not a villain until literally um, like towards the end, right? It was the it was the fantasy suite dates. Yeah, up until fantasy suites, he was like perceived as like literally best bachelor ever, like mega hunk. He was literally like he would cry at like. That's every such a Catherine Giudici thing to say. Such mega hunk mega hunk yeah. she loves that term and i think it's adorable when she says it um but i the only thing that he did do so i don't know if you remember this but claire went to juan pablo's room and invited him to go like skinny dipping with her in the ocean do you remember this Vaguely. and there was a lot of rumors swirling around at the time that they banged in the ocean okay yes Which, and then they like it like zooms out and it's like moonlight right yeah. and it's like yeah, mysterious yeah, yeah. yes exactly okay. and it's now yeah. it's been confirmed that they did not bang in the ocean but they did skinny dip and i'm sure there were hand stuff that went down so then juan pablo turns around on her before the next rose ceremony pulls her aside and he's like hey like i regret what we did and i feel bad about it because i have a daughter at home and I think that for the – here's my feeling on this. This might be unpopular because a lot of the women gave him a lot of criticism. They were like, you know, he was responsible for his actions that night. Like, he didn't have to say yes. He made her feel bad, blah, blah, blah. But I also think, like, how many times as women have we done things we've consented to and then later on been like, maybe Ooh, I don't want to keep doing that. that. Like, I just yeah. want to set the air straight that, like, I got a little caught up in the moment. And, like, here's reasons why, like, I want to slow things down. Right. I think that that's honestly not what he was trying to do after, like, things later in the season were revealed. Like, his true character did come out. That being said, like, the way it was portrayed on the show, like, she kind of got a bad edit, I think, because mm-hmm. it came off like he was being, like, very reasonable and that she overreacted with, like, what he said. And, like I said, sadly, I think that the editing was poor. I think that he probably said some things that were very shaming to her that they cut out. Mm-hmm. Because to the audience's perspective, it just looked like he was, like, giving her a good reason why he wanted to slow things down. And then she was, like, really upset, you know, by what he said. So, as a viewer, that was weird, like, rewatching it. Because I was like, why is he being such an asshole? I don't understand why this is a big right. deal. Because if a woman said this, everybody would respect her for it. So, like, what's the problem? Right. So, but big, big problem really arose when Andy Dorfman, because it was down to Andy Dorfman... Um, Claire and uh, Nikki, who was just she started off so sweet. She was like a pediatric. I don't remember nurse, her. She was so cute. She's not that memorable, and she really was kind of nasty. To like, I don't know. I just didn't like her attitude. Her and Claire like hated each other, and I don't know. It was just weird. I just wasn't a big fan of hers. But so he goes on overnights with all three, and apparently the next morning Andy is like. It literally went horribly. All he did was, like, name drop famous people. And just, like, only talked about himself. He didn't ask Andy any questions about her, which, like, all of that seems like it tracks for him. I mean. Yeah. So. Like, I'm not surprised by anything you said. Like, I haven't seen it in years, and I'm not surprised that you said any of those things. 
so of course Andy goes to confront him the next day in the famous scene where he's like, oh, like it's okay, it's okay, and she's like, it's not okay, and like the audience claps and like she like basically tells him off for like talking about himself and not like listening to her concerns and whatever, and she leaves. So that's fine. Then he's down to his final two women, and he doesn't pick Claire. He sends Claire home, and Claire tells him off because I guess in the fantasy suite, she felt like she gave him the opportunity to back out. She kind of told him then. She's like, please, like, don't do this to me if you if it's not me. Like, I need to know now, like, that kind of thing. And he tells her it's going to be a good day or something like that. Gives her like a false sense of hope. Yeah. So she yeah. like totally thought it was going to be her. And then he breaks up with her. And she's got this very famous breakup scene where she's like pushing. He tries to hug her and she like puts her hands up. And then everyone after on the finale episode is like cheering for her. And uh, her famous line was like, I would never want my children to have a father like you. So burn because he was obsessed with being a father the entire season. So I think after that, I think Claire was like pretty well liked and well respected and like for a lot of people that's what um they said would make her a good bachelorette was like kind of the way she handled that and I know she went on to go on to at least one season of paradise if not two seasons of paradise and she was always the one that would like get drunk and they would always edit her in where she was clearly talking to producers but they would make it look like she was talking to animals animals yes loved it which is like so great though I think it's so funny one thing though I do want to say about that burn that she like portrayed or displayed or whatever with Juan Pablo about that comment about how she would never want him to be like a father to her children I'm sorry I felt like that was very 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 scripted it could have been like it just felt like they were, like, coaching her. Like, they were like, okay, Claire, turn around, point your finger. Like, it just felt like I was watching a soap opera. It definitely could have been. And I also think it's real harsh mm-hmm. um, to say about that about someone on national television. Right. Now, the other thing Juan Pablo did that you may have forgotten was there was, like, a moment on Claire and Juan Pablo's last one-on-one, I guess, that they were in a helicopter and it was landing – and, like, all the cameras were off, and the mics were Fucking off. Fucking classic. Yeah, <laughs> of course. Like, they were casually in a helicopter. They were in a helicopter, and... So all the mics are off, the cameras are off, like, everything is done. And I guess Claire says to him in private, she's like, hey, like, we actually have, like, an unmiked moment. Like, I think she was, like, I. she told him that she loved him, or maybe he just said this totally unprompted provoked I don't really know why he said it but like he looked at her and he says like you know I don't really know you but I love fucking you <clears throat> what how'd you find yeah, that you out you choked when I said that how'd you uh, find cause that she, out because she talks about it she talked about it um and she came out about what he specifically he said initially she didn't want to tell people what he said because she felt like it was very explicit and like didn't you know and I can understand that but, like, eventually she was like, no, this is, like, what he said to me. And I want to say that at, at the Women Tell All, or maybe the After the Final Rose, I don't remember one of them, he, she does bring this up to Chris Harrison, too. Um, and I know that on, on the Women Tell All, he just doesn't apologize for anything he says or did. I mean, right. he's just like, you know, whatever, like, I, I wouldn't change anything, blah, blah, blah. And, like, all the women are pretty pissed at him, pretty much. 
Except for Renee, we can briefly mention she was the diamond of the season. She was the one from Sarasota that wore barely any makeup and was stunningly beautiful and had a, like an eight-year-old son. I don't remember. If I showed you her pictures, you'd be like, oh, my God, yes, love her. Like, she was amazing. And she was pretty, like, level-headed and even keel. She always stayed out of the drama. I really liked her. She would have been another good bachelorette, actually, but she's gotten married now since. So, Um, But so that's, like, I think going back and rewatching Juan Pablo's season made me – I mean, don't get me wrong. I still like Claire. I do. But, like, I don't. I can understand why you wouldn't. Is, is what I was getting yeah. at. Like, I could understand why people wouldn't really like her. And also, this shit that's gone down now with her season, when I read what has happened, I was like, yeah, sounds about right. Like, Really? Okay, so you got to tell me what happened because I feel like I feel like I'm on the side of an unpopular opinion where I don't like Claire, but now that I'm thinking about it, I feel like there's not a lot of gray area. Like, I feel like people either love her or they hate her. Yes, I would agree with that. Um she apparently 12 days into filming she picks her guy and she quits how do you do that uh are they gonna air any of it do you know um she refused to leave her hotel room which that's that's the kind of shit she does that i'm like seriously like let's grow up a little bit um she chooses dale i'm trying to remember his last name i'm looking on reality steve right now your boobs look really good from this angle oh my god thanks that's really just where my quarantine weight's going i guess which is good for me i know this is 30 actually i'm not 30 yet but i'm getting close (laughs) (laughs) the weight's just distributing different areas now um gosh reality steve posts a lot of shit I forget the last name of the guy that she chooses, but he's, like, an ex-NFL player and an uh, ex-model, and he's, like, super hot. And 12 days in, she's just like, this is my guy, and I refuse to keep filming. So Brandon and I were discussing this, and he actually brought up a very good point. He was like, here's the thing. He's like, ABC's kind of trapped here because they have to put their money where their mouth is in a sense of, like, the point of the show is to find love. He's like, so if they, like, get pissed and sue the pants off of her, they're going to face a lot of backlash from fans. Like, That's so true. She found her guy, and now you're going to sue her? So Brandon's like, she kind of is in a good position to, like, have the power, even though she probably signed a contract that says, like, you have to pay if you, you know, leave the show early or something. Right. And you decide not to do it. But, like, you know, Brandon's like, but they probably won't act on it because that's such bad PR for them. So oh, I guess tough. I guess what they're going to do instead – because, all right, back up for a second. What they decided to do with this season of the show, they ended up renting out the La Quinta Resort out in California. Not the La Quinta like you're thinking of. Not like the La Quinta Inn. I feel on the like side we've had highway. this argument before. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry, I just dropped my phone. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> so it's this. It's the La Quinta Resort out in California. And it's like got like four swimming pools and like it's a whole big spread thing. Um, apparently a lot of the Bachelor alum have stayed there because that's where a lot of people stay for Stagecoach, which I find hysterical. I was listening to one I gotta podcast, look it up. and they mentioned Stagecoach, and I was like, I'm dead. Like, this is basically, you've got Bachelor in Paradise, you've got Bachelor Winter Games, this is just going to be Bachelorette Stagecoach, it's fine. Um, so they had, like, 40-some guys come out for clear season that, like, made the initial, like, background check 
clearance and like interview clearance and they all had to go to this resort quarantine for 14 days and then get retested for covid and apparently what was going to happen was they were going to film an entire season just at this La Quinta resort in California. Oh, Now, okay. on the one hand, people would be like, well, that's kind of boring. But I was saying paradise is pretty much. That's all what in- that is. Yeah. I mean, that's, yeah. it's, it's, they do kind of venture out a little bit in paradise, but not enough to where it makes the season. Like I do look forward to all the traveling and stuff that they do on the bachelor and the bachelorette that does make it like fun to watch. But like, it definitely could be a good show, even without that. So I'm looking on their website, and it looks like their largest villa that they have on property can sleep 11 people. Yeah, so they're definitely not going to have, like, all the guys staying together. Right. It's a tip, like, it looks like they're, the average is, like, six. Like, most of them can sleep six. Because I was just thinking from, like, a housing standpoint, like, how... Would they? Because the, some of the drama is just having them all in one space, right? right? I know. So, so they're gonna have to have a lot of like communal time. Okay, so this like was the corn- original. But like this was the original plan together. with Claire's season, though, is what you're saying? Oh no, this was like because of COVID. Right, 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 right. Not like, okay, no, gotta take that back. This is the original plan for Claire's season post COVID. Yes. Okay. It was never gonna be virtual. They right. were gonna all do it in person, but they were kind of gonna quarantine them all in this resort. Uh, okay. Her, the guy she picked is Dale Moss. Sorry, this is total spoilers for everyone. We're gonna have to just like put that in the show notes. Um. So apparently, what's going to happen though is they're going to air footage from the first twelve days of the season. <gasps> they're gonna air. Yes! Apparent. This is just what I read on reality. When? Oh my god. They're gonna air. It's all gonna be season sixteen of The Bachelorette. It's just gonna have two bachelorettes. It's gonna have Claire and then Tasha's gonna come in and take. Oh over. my god! I'm so excited. And I'm not. What I'm not really sure on. I'm not really sure if like they had forty some guys there. And then, like, the half of the guys they sent... Because there's no way she screened 40 guys on night one. I think that they just didn't keep all of them. And I think what happened was, like I said, they had to bring everybody there, quarantine them, test them. Probably if any of them tested positive, they needed to have enough guys that had already been there in quarantine to send some home and replace them. They're they're just pulling a fucking valet from the front drive of the La Quinta. And they're I like, mean, get in here, man. Yeah, yeah, it's fine. Like, you've been here, so it's cool. Um but I don't know exactly how this is going to work. I don't know if Tasha's going to get a new crop of guys or what if the same crop of guys. Just no, takes... they would never. They would never. I mean, for some of the guys, they're going to be pretty pleased with that upgrade. And I mean, listen, Claire's absolutely stunning. And if I look like that when I'm 39, like, bless oh, me. Oh, she's gorgeous, 100%. I'm just saying. But Tasha's ty- like an I'm, alien. I'm type A. And you're type A. Yeah. She is crazy oh yeah she's a psycho for sure but Tasha is just god's gift to the earth if she's we're everything all being i honest. could ever want in a wife ever <laughs> so um yeah apparently that's the deal and i don't know you know i like i said i don't know they might use the same crop of guys who knows or they might just use the 20 guys they sent home what do you think they would ever like bring JP or Derek back or anything like that? Mm, I don't know about any of the guys, but I do know that I'd also seen some rumors that apparently like Hannah Ann and Becca Kay have also like packed bags and gone out. Okay, there. Hannah Ann just needs to fucking take a seat. 
She really should just focus on selling things on Instagram because I think that's like that's her all she needs to do. Yeah, sugar bear for hair. Her. Just She's leave so it cute. at that. But yeah. like, yeah, I don't need to see her anymore on the G necessarily ever. Um. Because she is so, she's a baby, and I just can't relate to someone that's 23. Just, honestly, I'm, I just, I don't have, I have no, I have, clearly have no words, but I just don't like her. Yeah. <laughs> um, what's nice, though, too, for Tasha, if they do have a similar crop of guys, is the guys are going to be, the guys are all a little bit older than, like, the average age is older than usual, and I think for most women, that would be appealing. Like usually, I feel like on the, we I feel like on the Bachelorette, though, the guys are typically a little bit older. Mm, no, always. I mean, on the Bachelor, on the Bachelor, like on the men's seasons, it tends to be that all the women are like 23, 24. They're like, infants. They're children. Teenagers. And then I feel like on the women's season, it's like 27 to like 34. Right, but there's some there's a couple of dudes on uh, Claire's crop of guys that are like 38, 39. And I don't have a problem with that. I kind of love that. Yeah. I think if Tasha, let's see how old is Tasha? Let me see if I can find out. She's a phlebotomist. Um Did you know that? I did not. Let me see if this What would you do if you like just went to fucking Quest Diagnostics one day because you had to get your blood drawn. Tasha is 28 years old Tasha and I would get blood drawn every day if it was Tasha drawing my blood. Literally on a daily basis I would go. Um, so yeah, I mean that's the deal. We don't really know or like have an update on what is going on. I do know that there were some very loose rumors and when I say loose I mean like real loose that I guess Becca Kufrin they were saying might be like a third bachelorette for this is not happening because they just broke up her and what's his name yeah which is so sad and apparently he was real petty about it like he used to have like an Instagram highlight of their relationship and her and he like deleted it immediately and it's just like let's not be so petty but I haven't heard her that just brings me back to like Colton and Cassie yeah yeah, they've been kind of psycho, too. Um, apparently, he's been, like, very immature about their breakup as well. So, I don't know. Every he should time... just write another book. It'll be super successful. Oh, yeah. He did write a book, didn't he? <laughs> oh, my God. So dumb. Everyone will read it. <laughs> oh, bless. I'm just, like, imagining him. Like, while he's trying to recover from COVID-19 with, like, a fucking ghostwriter in the I mean, corner. Probably. <laughs> probably exactly what happened. And it's, like, Adidas hoodie. I can't. I'm sorry. Oh, my God. I, he was like another bachelor. I didn't, like, you know, it's, the worst. Been a, it's been a while since we've had a bachelor I think I've actually liked. Oh, Sean Lowe. To... Where is the Sean Lowe? I love Sean Lowe. I liked Ben Higgins. I'm trying to think. His was entertaining for sure. Yeah, well, that's where we got JoJo. I know. America's gift. I literally can't though. I can't think of another time when I've really liked a Bachelor. Mm -hmm. And the thing is, is like I was a late bloomer to discovering the Bachelor. Like I didn't even really know what the Bachelor was until you and I I lived together. Yeah. Yeah. And, um, it was just like. It, it was, like, second nature to you. It was, like, a Monday night, and you were just, like, okay, so we're watching The Bachelor, right? I was, and I was like, like, I'm in my element. Know. It's fine. I was, like, I don't even know what this is. And you were, like, I need you to take a seat. Just shut your fucking mouth. Yeah. 
And right. from then, and it was Sean's season. And I was honestly, it was, I was lucky. I was a lucky one to have that as my first experience. You really were. That was a really, really good first experience. I'm just, I just can't get over his eyebrows in that scene when him and Catherine were on that snowmobile Frost, date. Frosted lemonade. <laughs> he looked like a couple of Luigi's frozen ice. Yeah, he really did. Um, but yeah, we'll see what happens. I think that Claire's season's supposed to air in September, so we. Like, no, I'm really, month. I'm actually really excited about it now because I would love to see her fail in some type of element. Um, so <laughs> I'm just excited <laughs> to watch this. Um, and then, and then it fan, it like fan over to Chris Harrison in an empty auditorium. And he's just like, well, and that was that. And it was dramatic. And now here's Tasha. <laughs> like, and have you, I, you, I know that you haven't been watching the bachelor greatest seasons ever. I haven't. No, I've been rewatching some of them. I did forget. I don't think you watched Ali Fedotowski's season of the bachelorette. She, I didn't. And you know who I regret not watching, which I need to like. I need you to hold me accountable. I need someone to make me watch this before I watch in September for Claire and Tasha. I need to go back and watch um, Caitlin Bristow's season because I never watched it, but I know she's my spirit animal. Yeah, but I don't know how you can watch it. If someone has it recorded, <laughs> I know. Please Send email us business. because I need to watch it. You can watch um, right now. I've been I started rewatching Andy Dorfman's season, and Juan Pablo's season are on Hulu currently. But I I think those are the only two I believe. I'll um, Google. I'll let you know if, if I see Caitlin's season come up. But yeah, as of right now, I don't think so. So, well, maybe we'll have an update for everybody if they release everything. Yeah, like the plan. See. Like if they release some type of plan. For this year on like what the streaming will be like and what the situation is as far as like if she's going to get the same crop of guys as Claire. Um, but all in all, I'm just really excited that Tasha's The Bachelorette because I think she should have been The Bachelorette from the beginning. Yeah. Yes, I know. And I'll be I'll be glad to get a little Becca K action. Uh, like I said, Hannah Ann, it's fine. But <laughs> I'm mad about it. But, but it I'm not like whatever. thrilled, but you know, it'll be fine. <laughs> um, but yeah, we'll see how it goes. So yeah. anyways. Well, if you have any updates on what is actually going to happen, if you somehow have an inside source, please email us yes. at SpaghettiHeadsPodcast at Outlook.com. Oh, that was going to be cute. You didn't finish saying it at the I same didn't. time. I didn't. I was offbeat there. Yeah. Um, and then follow us on Instagram at Spaghetti Heads Podcast. And then follow us on Twitter at Spaghetti underscore Heads. And we'll catch you next time. That's right. Cheers. Cheers. Cheers.